this chicken what I have or is this fish? What are you? An idiot sandwich. Idiot sandwich what? An idiot sandwich, Chef Ramsay. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Congratulations, you're a meathead, son. But you know what? Don't ever put your hands on my underwear. This is the lamb. Where's the lamb? Offended. Yeah. I mean, you really don't want to make friends around here, do you? I. I didn't come here for that. Hi everyone, welcome back to Snap Back to Reality, the podcast dedicated to the trash TV we grew up with and love to hate. I'm your host, Riley Ennis, and this is episode 22. And first and foremost, I would like to apologize to everyone for missing last week and not putting out an episode um, that was completely unintentional. Uh, So the story of why that happened, basically last week I was going to put out a different episode or put an episode out on a different show. Um, to kind of space these two out but I on a whim decided to do something extra I don't want to like go into too many details because it hasn't exactly been nailed down yet and I don't want to like promise anything that might not happen but like literally the night before I was going to record the episode I was like hmm maybe I should just do this and see what happens and because of that I'm waiting on something that might come of that but if that does happen it should make the episode pretty cool and special (laughs) so I kind of just wanted to wait and see and I at first I thought you know I'd be able to finish the episode later that week and put it out Um, and then by the time it became clear that it wasn't gonna happen this week I decided that I was just like because I debated on putting the episode out as it was but then I was like you know what like this is really cool and I want this to be like a special episode and I know that I can binge watch the Ashley Simpson show in like a day so um that's what's happening I know I kind of jumped ahead and didn't do all of my housekeeping but um yeah that's why I'm putting out this episode right now I was originally going to space out the Simpson sisters I mean I guess I technically did because I missed an episode but I was going to put something out in between them um but you know the best laid plans and all of that stuff so sorry for missing it uh hopefully this episode is a pretty good makeup for that and even if it's not there should there's definitely some fun stuff in the future even if I can't tell you everything right now so um that's that sorry about it how is how has the last two weeks been for you guys um I went to the lake over fourth of July or not even over I guess just like for a couple hours on fourth of July which was super fun um went out to the lake with my friends oh and it's uh one of my friends that I went to the lake with it's her birthday today so happy birthday Allie I don't even know if you listen but I know some of our other friends do so I'm being a good friend um so yeah that's that's what happened um, these past couple of weeks, and sorry again for not putting something out, but let's just talk about the Simpson sisters. Like, let's talk about Ashley Simpson. So I'm really excited to do this episode. This was actually the show that inspired me to create a podcast talking about early 2000s, mid-2000s reality TV. I had, I knew that she had a show. I don't think I watched it, like, or if I saw any of it, it was definitely unintentional um, when it was airing. But yeah, because I just really wasn't interested in this kind of like celebrity documentary sort of reality TV. But it just was such a specific time period. Like as soon as I remembered it, it just like activated in my brain, like that lobe that was like associated with like that time in my life. And I got like hit by this wave of nostalgia. So going back and rewatching it um, was really cool. And it kind of just reminded me of where I was back then and what the world was like and it's interesting I think Ashley Simpson is definitely a very interesting character that came out of the mid-2000s kind of her um 
trajectory with her career in general and what happened. So I wanted to go ahead and talk about this. Um, I was intending on rewatching the entirety of the series, but I only really got to the first season and then like a little bit into the second season. Um, so I got a little bit bored, to be honest, because, you know, it's it's good. But when you binge watch it, it's kind of the same thing over and over again. And Ashley's a super cute, fun personality, but it gets kind of repetitive. And I got a little bit sick of her by the end of the second day that I was watching these episodes. Um, so that's why we're only going to talk about the first episode of season two. But I have a, a good reason behind that as well. So just some quick background on the show in general. It can be considered a spinoff of The Newlyweds. Um, Ashley had done some acting work prior to this. She had been in Seventh Heaven for a couple of seasons, but she kind of got uh, her big break, so to speak, uh, when she was kind of just featured as Jessica's little sister on The Newlyweds. And of course, Joe Simpson being the like creepy dadager that he is, also pulled some strings, I'm sure, to get Ashley a show and a record deal herself. Um, so the first season ran on MTV in the summer of 2004, and it was taped um, like late 2003 to early 2004 and featured her as she recorded her uh, first album and prepared for its launch. So we get to see kind of the whole process a little bit more, I think, than what was shown in Newlyweds for Jessica, since the focus was more on their relationship. This one was more on just like Ashley's career. Um, so it was kind of cool to see that like behind the scenes, even though it's obviously all like fake. <laughs> um, her album was also released a month after the show began airing and it debuted as number one so the show did really well and having it do really well really like promoted like it was a very successful launch for her album I would say even more so than what Joe tried to do for newlyweds I don't know if that's true I don't know if I have any authority in saying that but I know like personally where I was and who I was at this age I was far more interested in Ashley Simpson than I was in Jessica Simpson um, and it was you know a little bit because she was closer to my age and she just kind of had that more like punk rock kind of vibe even she's not punk rock but you know like that pop punk kind of like Avril Lavigne edginess that I as like a sixth grade girl was super into so the second season also kind of just featured more of her career um, and it includes the notorious SNL incident so that's kind of the main reason why I wanted to discuss this in general is because of everything surrounding Ashley Simpson and this moment that happened like this is like the defining moment of her career right this SNL thing like literally I was talking to my husband about you know doing the podcast and he asked me what show I was doing this week and I told him Ashley Simpson he was like oh yeah SNL and then he like did the hoedown jig that she had done okay this is literally the first pop culture reference I think my husband has ever made in our almost nine-year relationship like outside of internet memes and like nerd stuff like he does not know celebrity culture so the fact that he even knows the SNL Ashley Simpson and like knows her name and associates her with that it's a big fucking deal like that was a big moment in her career and not only was it like the defining moment of her career it was definitely just I don't know like an unfair moment like unfair in the response and the way we treated her the way she was demonized in the like press and the media just kind of hearkening back to that point that I keep kind of finding in every show that I do of just it was so okay to treat these young girls like complete shit in like the media and magazines and on tv and I mean 
in a lot of ways Ashley got a better deal on her show I think it helped her career in more ways like this SNL incident had nothing to do with the Ashley Simpson show other than the fact that the Ashley Simpson show was there and actually got to show kind of the behind the scenes of it um and she was portrayed more as like a real girl and like a cool girl than her sister like Jessica really played up this like bimbo kind of persona and I think in a lot of ways that didn't make her relatable to a lot of people but Ashley was like the opposite she was just like I mean I'm not gonna say she was down to earth because she wasn't but she just seemed more relatable and she was like bubbly and had a lot of like personality but she had spunk and like a little bit of an edge to her like she dyed her hair black and I mean she definitely suffered from like and it was obvious she even admitted to it like like being in her sister's shadow like she has an entire song about it she wrote that on the show but that's cute like it's sweet that she was able to um I guess not cute but just like endearing that she was able to like embrace that and recognize it and acknowledge it and I'm sure that like made her relatable to a lot of people I mean I'm like the oldest sibling so I don't relate in that way but I think that really helped anyway so Ashes seems like a cool person and that's why I want to talk about the show I don't think she was treated fairly in the media I think those were the cliffs notes of what I just said so why I picked this episode specifically is because this is like the background behind the scenes of her SNL incident. Um, this is season two, episode one. I was debating doing season two, episode two, but after I watched it, it wasn't a lot of the SNL. It was more just like the aftermath and how she was feeling, but it didn't even seem like she was feeling as impacted as what actually happened. So I don't think it really gave the full gravity of the situation. So that's why I wanted to talk about this episode because it shows things leading up to the SNL incident that I think kind of makes a case for what happened more so than what her team said or what was going on in the media. Um, so this is, like I said, the Ashley Simpson Show, season two, episode one, called Ashley Heads to the Big Apple. So it starts out with the last season on Ashley and we just get a recap of what happened in the first season. Um, so of course she signed her record deal with Geffen Records. Um, we just see scenes of her doing her recording doing her the photo shoots that she did um she also started dating ryan cabrera she also dyed her hair dark brown towards the end of the season she was a blonde uh, at first but i think i mean at least i always think of ashley with her iconic dark hair that was on that first album like the cover of her album with her dark hair um, she also struggled with voice issues uh, and vo acid reflux, severe reflux. So this was um, something that was established in the first season. She also had her like debut performance and her album debuted and she sold over a million records within the first week, making her album, I think that's like platinum, right? Like within the first week. So I'm pretty sure Jessica's album did not do as well as Ashley's did. All right, so that's the recap. Uh, we get the theme song, which of course is her song Autobiography. Um, this song is the catchiest fucking song. I've, like over the past few days that I've been watching this show, I've had it stuck in my head and I'll just be like randomly singing it all the time. And I'm sure I'm annoying the shit out of my husband, but I can't really do anything about it. Um, so the episode starts, Ashley, has a voiceover she tells us that she's going to be moving into a new house um she's also about to start touring and she's going to be on saturday night live so a lot of big things are happening for her right now she says that she thinks that she's maturing but she also still feels like she's kind of a dorky kid still so it's like good to have those two sides right now and we see her in her apartment um so yeah it's like she said she got a house and she's moving out so 
her and her roommates are cleaning out the bathroom. I also notice in this moment that we hear some like classic America's Next Top Model background music, which is not the first ANTM music they've used on Ashley Simpson. There was, um, I think it was in the first season, there was a scene that used the like ending music like whenever the girl's picture like fades away from the composite shot you know exactly what I'm talking about you hear it in your mind right now if you're an America's Next Top Model fan um so they use that and I was like what like it was very Pavlovian (laughs) I looked for like the whoosh and the girl fading away so yeah they use some other like it's like I could I could hum it but I feel like that's just stupid but I hear it in my head too anyway Um, so her drawer is, like, disgusting. Her, like, bathroom drawer where she kept all of her makeup and stuff, it has, like, stains and spills and caked on makeup, and I know this because I used to live like this and my drawers would get really bad, but I'm much more organized now. And so she asks if the cleaner who will come will clean that or if she needs to clean it. And I'm assuming she just means, like, whatever they hire out, like, the the um, apartment complex property management, like the person who comes just to make the apartment ready for the next person, not like an actual person she's hiring to clean her shit. Uh, So she says that she needs to stop living like a boy. And she's like, it's a nice house. I have to be a girl, not a dirty boy. And then she even says like, some of my guy friends are cleaner than me anyway. Which is funny and relatable because I definitely went through that. Like I kind of had to have that come to Jesus meeting with myself when I was younger and be like, you gotta get your shit together, Riley. You can't live like this. Um, so we see her little talking head interview and she says that moving day was really stressful. Not that I did much, but I was really stressed, which is again, kind of relatable. Cause I mean, I try not to do this cause I want to be a good person, but sometimes I just get like overwhelmed in the middle of things like moving situations. And I kind of am really good at like making it look like I'm doing something when I'm not actually doing anything at all. But like, I I know that that's a bad habit, like, and that's not good teamwork, so I don't do that a lot. But I, yeah, I, I, I feel you there, Ash. We also see her um, pulling a notebook out of a trash can, and she starts to flip through it, and she sees, like, music that she had written, like, songs about her boyfriend, like, her ex-boyfriend Josh and Ryan, um, and, it, like, it's most of her first album, like, everything written down, and then her friend is just like, oh, sorry I threw that into the trash. Um... So Ashley tells us now that she uh, has two roommates that she'll be living with, Stephanie and Lauren. Um, She says that she thinks it's going to be fun because they're all best friends, so she thinks it's going to be a good experience, which, oh, Ashley, my sweet summer child. Oh, man, like, just because you're friends does not mean you can live well together. That is, and because you're a good roommate with one like one another doesn't mean you have to be friends that's the flip side so yeah friendship does not equal good roommateship and I hope that she uh kept her friends after they lived together because they were apparently like her best friends from childhood um we also see them like sorting through a pile of underwear on the floor and deciding like whose is whose which I don't even know why their underwear all got mixed up in the first place and they all have a lot of fucking underwear so in another scene a person who I thought was Ashley's mom, but I guess is not Ashley's mom, you'll see later, gets like a hot tip somehow from someone. It's got to be like her manager, but her dad is her manager or her agent. I don't know. It's very confusing. Um, but this random person tells Ashley that um, there's going to be like a paparazzi picture of her shopping with a guy. It's going to be an in touch next week. And she's like, like who is it she's like oh yeah it was like when I went out with my friend Andrew and we went shopping the other day and she was like talking to her dad on the phone 
and she's like tells this to her dad she's like oh yeah there's like gonna be a paparazzi picture of me and Andrew and her dad hangs up on her for some reason like I guess he was mad but that's that's what happens when you're famous and you're the dude who's pushing your kids to get fucking famous so that was weird um and so then she's talking to her friends and I know this because it's not her mom because I thought she was talking to her mom and like her some of her friends um but she's talking to them about how she's just like a flirty person like even with her girlfriend she's like gets flirty with them and so at this point she gets a call from her mom which is how I know that her mom wasn't in the room with them (laughs) talking and telling her that she got the paparazzi or whatever so yeah Ashley tells her about the paparazzi picture and like she's like well I'm not dating that guy like no no I'm not dating him um we don't hear her mom's side of the conversation so I have no idea like what's prompting all of this but Ashley's just like oh my god who said that he said that no like I guess about her dad maybe like her dad thought that she was dating some random guy I don't know um but then she gets a little spunky and she tells her mom like fuck y'all it's my life and you don't get in say and who I hang out with um because I guess her parents were like don't hang out with that guy don't get these paparazzi pictures taken and her mom hangs up on her just like her dad did so her parents are really weird I don't understand these Simpson people uh cut to later that day or perhaps the next day since Ashley is wearing an entirely different outfit so I guess this is the next day but it's never explicitly said um Ashley arrives at her new house and her mom is there already and her mom shows her around her house because that seems normal I bet her fucking parents bought her that house or something from Jessica's like residual checks I don't know so she gets to the house her mom shows her around um they put her platinum record up over her mantle like that's the first thing that they hang which is kind of cute um and so we get an Ashley voiceover so basically my mom came in to organize the whole situation and that made everybody really stressed and then she says that to add to her stress her roommate Stephanie wasn't there so her mom and Ashley are pissed like especially her mom her mom is like big mad that this is happening because uh, Stephanie like isn't there and they don't know where to put her stuff and they don't know where she is and she's not helping them move on moving day she's just kind of like all right thanks I guess you'll get my stuff for me um they try to get a hold of her but they can't so that situation doesn't ever resolve it's just Stephanie is a piece of shit in this moment <laughs> um later on Ashley's outside and she's talking to Ryan her boyfriend Ryan Cabrera uh, about the flowers and the card that his mother got her for her birthday um, I guess the card apparently said like love Ryan's cheap mom and then Ashley's mom was like did you call her cheap and Ashley's like no I would never say that um, and so she tells us in a talking head that her and Ryan actually broke up over the summer but then they started talking again in the fall um, we get a little scene of them like roasting one another jokingly which is cute because you know that, that's a sign of a good relationship is that you can like poke fun at one another and just like you know laugh together as long as everyone's okay with that kind of humor they like being roasted and roasting but here's the thing what they're choosing to roast one another is over like how gross their like house houses and towels smell so like Ashley's saying that Ryan's towels smell really disgusting and he's like oh well your house smells really bad so that's just nasty like wash your shit and like put some bleach in it please use some white vinegar um so yeah Ashley tells us that they worked everything out and they're together and they're like really happy so you know good for them we know that they don't end up together um but sorry if that was spoilers and you've been under a rock and you haven't realized that uh yeah Ashley and uh Ryan Cabrera broke up back in like 
2005. Um, yeah, and she says that she likes that Ryan isn't afraid to make fun of her. So, yeah, that's like what I was saying a second ago. Um, it's a new day. Ashley is going to rehearsal since she is going to be on SNL this weekend. And, you know, we get a lot of foreshadowing here. Um, I mean, I'm sure they were all just talking about this in general, but it just, you know, like in retrospect, it definitely seems like maybe the editors are trying to set things up for what's to come. So she tells us like, this is the biggest show I've done. So everything has to be perfect and on. Um, and she meets her band at the rehearsal space and she also meets her vocal coach. And so we go that like see them going through some vocal warmups together and it's like normal vocal warmups. And then Ashley says like, oh, I sound like a dying dog. And her coach goes, well, I wouldn't say dying, maybe wounded, which is still harsh. Like she didn't sound bad. She was warming up. Like that's the point. Like you warm up and then you sound better. So I just thought that that was funny that he was kind of like a jerk. We see her rehearsing with the band. Um, she says that like the rehearsals in LA before they left uh, for the show were amazing. We see her performing autobiography since that's what's supposed to be her new single. I think that's like a plot point later on this season is that a different song has made her next single instead of autobiography and she's upset about it. Um, and then she says that like she and her band are starting to really get to know one another. They're starting to gel. Like they all know which each of them brings to the table. Which I think is interesting. Um, we also saw in the first season her, like, I guess, auditioning different studio artists to be her band. I don't know, like, how this works in the music industry. I mean, I assume there are just these people who aren't necessarily trying to be, like, the front man or, like, the famous person in their own band who just are available to support other artists as their, like, live bands and touring bands and things like that. But I don't know. I thought it was, like, kind of interesting, like, a peek behind the curtain. And it just like the fact that she refers to it as her band is interesting. I mean it makes sense but it's like oh they're just here for Ashley because she's like the main attraction and they're just like the support musicians. I don't know maybe I feel like maybe if she had just said like the band things wouldn't have been so strange. Um, but yeah they're her band but she likes them um, and they're all got starting to like get a feel for one another I got a, a sense that in the first season they like maybe didn't take her very seriously and now they're kind of just starting to respect her a little bit more so they like all dog pile on the couch together it's cute so next we see Ashley and the band flying into New York um they arrive on Wednesday night and she's very nervous um we just see her like signing autographs in the airport so you know she's like getting famous getting recognition and she finds out that she will like you know officially be performing autobiography and pieces of me on the show and she's happy because she wanted to do autobiography which is interesting um because that is actually the track that like messes up in the infamous incident which I guess if you are not familiar with which if you haven't like paused the podcast and googled it by this point what happened was Ashley Simpson was performing on SNL um she was having vocal issues which we'll get into a little bit more later on in the episode and she used a backing track and so in the first song things went fine no one knew that it was a backing track and that she wasn't singing live but then when the second song went to play which was supposed to be autobiography instead of the um autobiography track playing pieces of me started to play again which was hey the song that they had just played and like she was already singing before the mic was even up to her mouth and so it was very awkward and very obvious like very shades of Millie Vanilli which if you don't know the Ashley Simpson incident you definitely won't fucking know what that reference was but um she had to like 
well, she didn't have to. This is what happened. She, like, freaked out and she did, like, an awkward hoedown jig, which you can Google, and just, like, ran off stage. And so when my husband was talking about it, he said that that was super relatable because he would also do, like, the same awkward freak out jig in a situation like that. So I thought that was funny. Um, so, yeah, that was what happened with the whole SNL thing. So she's in New York. She also uh, says that she's going to be doing the cover of a magazine. It's her first high fashion magazine. I think she calls it Velour. But when I Googled Velour magazine, most things that just came up were things having to do with the drag queen Sasha Velour. So I don't know. Um, there's also some amazing Gwen Stefani music in the background of this scene that I noticed. It's What You're Waiting For from her first solo album, which is just mm, so good. Um, and so we see that Ashley tells us uh, this is a time in her life where she's moving into her womanhood and she's happy to be doing a magazine that represents that. Um, so immediately after that talking head, we get a scene where the creative director asked her if she'd ever shoot topless. So I feel like this was, I don't know, this was just like such an abandoned storyline because it could have been so much more interesting because uh, he's like describing this idea where she's like it's very tasteful and of course they can't show anything because like there are laws against that anyway um and she's gonna be like topless and her hair is gonna be like down and kind of messy and it's gonna be all very like pared down and raw and then like the other creative director or whoever the assistant um is like oh yeah didn't you just do a shoot just like that with Angelina Jolie and he was like oh oh yeah you're right we can't do that again so I just felt like that could have been so much more interesting because of obviously like the difference between Jessica and Ashley like Jessica would never do something like this based on her public persona because there was that whole thing about her being the virgin and her being so sweet and angelic and Ashley's like the edgier one and the one who's trying to break out of her shadow so I feel like psychologically that's something that could have been interesting like just her doing this topless shoot when like her sister probably would have never what would her parents have said of course like would they be okay with it because it's good for her career or is that like against what they believe in but it goes absolutely nowhere because Angelina Jolie just got that <laughs> so um instead of doing this you know tasteful and like what sounds like timeless like this could probably still be like a beautiful pictures even now like 14 years later um they put Ashley in this like ridiculous fucking bright striped pattern multicolor headscarf and then they put a fucking giant brown top hat like it looks like like the Mad Hatter's top hat with like a fucking feather sticking out of it and they like put that in like on top of her headscarf and she's like looking at herself in the mirror she's like "Ooh, yeah very cool and it is literally the polar opposite of a tasteful like nude shoot so it's really funny and we see her do her photo shoot and then she tells us again in a talking head like we literally just got this um she tells us that the timing of the photo shoot was interesting because she believes that she's coming into her own as a woman so in the next scene Ashley tells us that she invited her friends Stephanie and Lauren to New York as well all right Stephanie so you couldn't show up for moving day but you'll show your ass up for a free vacation okay bitch I see how it is um, and so the three girls are in the back of a cab. Uh, one of the friends, let's assume it's fucking Stephanie, that bitch, starts talking about how like, she's so fascinated by the concept of SNL. And she's like, yeah, just like it's such a landmark in people's careers and it's such a cool thing. I just think it's so interesting. So again, like really laying it on thick with like the SNL is the end all be all of your career kind of mood um, foreshadowing that the editors are doing. And then the girls go shopping. Um, they go shoe shopping. Ashley ends up buying some like fugly green 
fucking moon boot looking things. I don't remember this being a trendy in 2005, 2004, whenever this aired. I don't, I feel like this wasn't trendy, but she buys them. And there's literally like a full 30 second scene, which doesn't sound long, but really like sit down and think about how long that is to dedicate to something like this. A full 30 second, if not longer, I honestly didn't time it scene where the three girls are just debating if Ashley should get the red fugly moon boots or the green fugly moon boots. And they go back and forth and back and forth. And honestly, they never actually show us which one she buys. And I'm just assuming that she gets the green ones because that's what she said she would buy first. But um, yeah, there's a lot of scenes that just happen and then don't resolve in the Ashley Simpson show. Like truly the mysteries. Why doesn't anyone ask Ashley about her green moon boots in like interviews? So Ashley's getting ready for SNL rehearsals. Um, she has like her whole glam squad with her in the hotel room. She's getting her hair and her makeup done. And she tells her mom that Jude Law is going to be there. And her mom's like, yeah, you're going to be doing the promos with him, which is really cute. It just like kind of reminds me of how young she is. I think she's like 18 or 19. I think she's 19 in uh, these seasons. You know, she's just like a young girl, like excited to like, meet celebrities and things like that she's not in the celebrity world herself even though her sister kind of went through it so it's just cute to like see her innocence in those moments so they head to rehearsal and ashley says that she started to get butterflies and again we get a fucking foreshadowing line where she says snl is such a big deal and every celebrity who's really big has done it yeah girl it's gonna be a big deal for you um so yeah she arrives to the studio her vocal coach meets her there this is did I just say meeches? Her vocal coach meets her there. Um, she also belches in front of the vocal coach, which is pretty fucking gross. Um, but yeah, you know, that's just Ashley. So the band rehearses autobiography on stage. You know, she sounds good. And honestly, to be entirely truthful, Ashley Simpson is like not that great of a singer. Like she kind of just does like the whole like, mm, like, oh, like kind of the, I mean, Christina Aguilar is actually like a really good singer, but like that whole like riffing thing, that's kind of like a mini version of what Ashley does. Like that's kind of just how her voice sounds, but it's not like a great voice. Who am I to say, honestly, I have no vocal talent whatsoever. So maybe she does have a fine voice and I'm just like completely tone deaf, which is probably true. Um, but yeah, uh, she sounds great like she sounds good in this rehearsal I also noticed that she's wearing a tank top with an Avril Lavigne style tie so you know very of the moment and she tells us um in like a voiceover talking head interview that she felt really good about how she sounded in rehearsal she felt like it was going to be a good day tomorrow she goes out to dinner with her friends and family she says she felt like she had a good night it's kind of just like exactly what just happened they all toast they toast to her they toast to her being on SNL all right, so the girls wake up the next morning. It's Ashley, Stephanie, and Lauren, and they're all in the hotel together. And it's the day of Saturday Night Live, and Ashley is very excited. So the girls are getting ready. Um, as they're getting ready, there's a knock on the door, and a man delivers um, some roses from Ryan for Ashley. And so the note that he wrote her is actually really funny. It says, Mrs. Ashley Gertrude Festus Sampson, baby, have fun, and cheers to SNL. I love ya. Ryan. P.S. Kick some ass, biatch. Um, so she calls him to thank him. And then, like, as she hangs up the phone, she says, she, like, kind of notices, like, her voice is really raspy this morning. But again, this is, like, right after they all just woke up. So that's, like, a thing that happens in the mornings, and she doesn't really think anything of it. 
Um, so we get a talking head from Ashley where she like literally just says the exact same thing as what just happened in the scene and she tells us that she woke up the day of SNL and her voice was very raspy. Thank you. So she didn't think it was going to be a big deal. Whatever. The girls have room service. Uh, they have like room service breakfast. So Ashley is having pancakes. And so we literally see her like spreading butter all over the top of the pancake and we see her pouring the syrup on over the pancake. And so again, I don't know very much about voice like vocal stuff. I was never like a vocal artist. Um, but I do know that dairy and sugar are not good. <laughs> like that's the one thing I do fucking know. Um, what also occurred to me or didn't really occur to me but I was reading an article after the fact uh, they were talking about how this is really fatty food which is going to like exacerbate her acid reflux so Ashley makes some poor choices here um she even has hot chocolate for breakfast which I feel like is the worst fucking thing you could drink if you needed like your vocal cords to work well like I I feel like I can't even say anything after hot chocolate and she's gonna sing live on SNL so she's saying like she hopes that her voice gets better um but then in a voiceover it, she tells us that as the day went on her voice got more and more raspy and so she's on the way to dress rehearsal in the limo or cab I don't know what she's taking <laughs> I just say limo as if she's that fancy who knows um she tells everyone that she's not gonna sing at dress rehearsal she's just gonna uh, save herself for the show and I think her mom is talking to her about like oh well aren't you going to be stressed out if you don't sing and practice or something to that effect and she's like well I'm stressing out now like she's stressed out about it and so she does end up singing at dress rehearsal um so as we see her perform she tells us in a voiceover that as she was singing her voice got raspier and raspier until she just croaked and it gave out on her and then we get like our last voiceover she's like I was really scared and I didn't know what to do to be continued and so I was considering recapping the second episode as well but like I said it was a lot just of damage control and kind of things that happened after the fact so I wanted to do more of the behind the scenes but I will give you a rundown of what does happen in that episode. So basically they bring in a vocal doctor who says that she can't sing with her vocal cords as swollen as they are um, and then they all tell her to use a backing track like that's the only way you can perform. Of course the notorious performance happens you know that I went over. What's really interesting about the next episode is that they never acknowledge the fact that she does the fucking hoedown jig. Like, they don't talk about it. They do not show it on the show. And in all of the damage control scenes that we do get that, like, of her doing, like, interviews on TRL and things like that, they just never bring it up. It's so weird. I mean, I guess it's because that was, like, the most embarrassing part of all of it was just, like, that awkward hoedown reaction. Um, but I just thought it was kind of interesting that they, like, don't acknowledge that because this... I feel like this show is definitely damage control in and of itself beyond the damage control of what happened in Ashley Simpson's life. Um, so it's just interesting that like they just were like we're not gonna talk about that part we're just gonna focus on the fact that like she had to she had lip sync like her voice was bad. Um, so yeah it just it's interesting so I just kind of wanted to, to reflect on that and on the things that happened like because of this she did I mean fairly well her career wasn't over per se but it really really did take a huge hit because of this and like I said this is like the defining moment of Ashley Simpson's career people who don't know Ashley Simpson like know about this one thing so what I thought was interesting what I was reflecting on right before I started recording was the fact that if this had happened in this day and age and like Ashley Simpson had a show like this 
her career probably wouldn't have had the hit that it did and that's because of social media because Ashley Simpson would have stands on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook who would like be screaming in the con like comment sections and things like that about how like it wasn't her fault she was sick like her vocal cords were swollen she couldn't sing like she had to perform the show must go on we love Ashley blah 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 like they would have like lifted her up and like built her up that you know there's stands for everyone so that's what would have happened but since this happened in like 2004 2005 whenever this happened there was only the media and so people tore her to shreds I remember watching like the soup and things like that like all of the talk shows mad tv did a sketch like making fun of her it just you know it just was like talked about and made fun of and parodied over and over again until that became the only thing that you knew of Ashley Simpson whereas I think if maybe if she was um if that had happened today she would just have her stand stick up for her and kind of like yell above anyone who tried to call her out for it and I feel like we probably would have taken the damage control more seriously because I think that was the other thing too is back when it happened we didn't all believe her when she told us it was acid reflux and I think there was like a couple of different reasons why that happened um at the end of SNL she had to come back out and like say goodbye like with Jude Law and so she's like oh I'm so sorry I don't know what happened my band just started playing the wrong song which of course was like the worst fucking thing you could say because one it sounds like you're blaming the band and two that was like very very obviously not what happened because we heard you singing when you like weren't singing so I don't know like that happened like it sucks but yeah she, I'm sure she was just like in shock and so embarrassed and couldn't think straight and like that's just what she said when she got out on stage or that's what someone told her to say and it was bad advice but so then her team came out and said that it was acid reflux and of course that's the line that they use in all of the interviews and yeah that's I mean that is what happened like in the first season we saw she struggled with having that acid reflux she, it was established you know even before she went on SNL that day her voice was raspy and that she saw the doctor and they told her to not sing so I just think that people would have um been louder on social media about what actually happened if this happened in 2019. I don't know just just thought what do you guys think let me know like go over to my Instagram and send me a DM or post a comment tell me what you think if Ashley um had had this kind of snafu in this day and age so where are they now in general <laughs> let's go over what Ashley Simpson has been up to since the infamous SNL incident so she did have a leading role in the film Undiscovered which was released in 2005 and I think that's also something that is shown a little bit in the second season um unfortunately the movie was a critical and commercial flop uh, she also released her second album, I Am Me, in 2005, um, which did pretty well, but just not as well as her first album. In 2006, she played Roxy Hart in Chicago, the uh, brought the show Chicago, on the West End. Um, she also began dating and eventually married Pete Wentz. They married in 2008. Uh, they had one child, Bronx Mowgli Wentz. Yes, Mowgli is in like Jungle Book Mowgli. I don't know why. Um, in 2008. Also in 2008, she released her third album, Bittersweet World, big year for Ashley. She appeared on the CW's Melrose Place, um, which I think also was panned uh, before her character was written out of the show. Um, but then she also went on to portray Roxy Hart in Chicago on Broadway, which is really cool. Uh, in 2011, she actually filed for a divorce from Pete Wentz, so womp womp. Um, and in 2013, she began dating Evan Ross, who's the son of Diana Ross. And they were married in August of 2014, and they have a daughter, Jagger Snow, 
born July 2015. I also fucking hate the name Jagger for a child, but really for a daughter? Oh, I hope she goes by Snow, which isn't a great name either, but it's better than Jagger. I'm sorry if your kid's name is Jagger and you're listening to this. I think it's just a really ugly name. Um, so yeah, they have a daughter, and as of 2018, she and her husband have a show on E! called Ashley and Evan, and they're making music together. So she's doing well. Um, she's never really regained the prominence since her first album and when her TV show was airing. I really do think that, like, that SNL moment was a big thing for her, and that's, like, all we can ever remember and think about ever since then. Um, I also wanted to talk about Ryan Cabrera and what he's been up to just because like who the fuck knows what Ryan Cabrera's been up to. Um, he hosted an MTV show in 2005 called Score which was where I guess people write love songs to try and win the heart of someone who's also on the TV show. I can abs- I feel like I've- I haven't seen this show but I feel like I know exactly what this show is. Like I just can picture it like that mid in, mid 2000s MTV shitty 20 minute dating show kind of vibe like Date My Mom or Parental Control. Like all of those ne- fucking next, all of those. Yeah, that's exactly what that fucking show was, I'm sure. Um, he was also in several episodes of The Hills in 2010 where he dated Audrina, which is kind of interesting. Um, he also was on Pretty Wild in 2010. Like, Ryan Cabrera, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck is Ryan Cabrera that he keeps popping up in all of these reality shows? It's killing me. Um, he also released music throughout the late 2000s and early 20-teens. But, like, really? Like, who listened to it? I'm sorry if you're listening, Ryan Cabrera, and I'm just shitting on you. I'm sure you're a nice guy. Please fix your hair, though. He still has the same exact fucking spiky anime hair. Like, it's... It's not a good look. It was never that good of a look. Um, all right, so that's it for the where are they nows. There wasn't, I, it's not like I was going to find fucking information on Stephanie or Lauren, so I didn't bother with anyone else. Um, so does it hold up? Is it worth a rewatch? I would say surprisingly yes. Don't binge it because you will get a little bit tired of it. But honestly, I think it is worth a rewatch. Like, I think both seasons are probably worth a rewatch. I really did want to finish the second season, but I just had time constraints with like lots of shit going on in my life um Ashley's like super relatable and she's really cute and she just has like a fun bubbly personality and she's cute I don't know she's fucking cute watch the Ashley Simpson show and yeah it's just like a fun look back into like the mid-2000s this kind of moment it's a fun behind the scenes like a very sanitized behind the scenes version of like what making an album is and like these are the things that you have you can expect so like this is what happens in your first couple of years as a music star it's kind of like a star is born but without like the gross fucking man (laughs) and all of the tragedy I don't like a star is born I do like a star is born but I do not like the story of a star is born and if you want me to talk about it I could go on like that might be a bonus episode that I do just like a feminist rant against a star is born all right um anyway yes watch the Ashley Simpson show it's cute Ashley's fun um and it's like a good look into the late or the mid-2000s, like, pop rock, pop punk, Avril Lavigne, Lisa Frank, Trapper Keeper kind of vibe, punk, cuteness. All right, guys, I think that's about it for this show. This is a little bit of a short one, because Ashley Simpson shows are, like, it's a it's bite-sized episodes, but 
I promise, promise, promise there is some good shit coming up one way or another. I think you're going to be really excited about the stuff that I have coming up and hopefully the thing that I wanted to do last week that I fucking on a whim decided to make super cool and awesome that may or may not happen but it will still be awesome either way. Hopefully that'll all happen and that will get out to you soon. Thank you all for being here. I very much appreciate it. Um, if you like this show, please, please, please rate and subscribe. Um, give me a five-star rating and review on iTunes and Google. It's not iTunes, is it? They got rid of iTunes. I keep saying that like I'm a fucking 45-year-old woman. On Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Google, on Spotify, Skyride it, send smoke signals. Tell your best friend. Tell your mom. Tell anyone to listen to the show. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Snapback to Reality Podcast, Instagram at Snapback to Reality Pod, or on my personal Instagram at really underscore Riley. It's private, but it's just to like, I don't like dealing with the Russian spam bots. So just request me. I pretty much accept everyone. Um, and you can email me at snapback to, or snapbackpodcast at gmail.com. All right, you guys, I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Bye.